This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, edible rooster snack. DJ Middleseat. The path needs manscaping. I thought it was all lady chickens. Has anyone checked on Shatner lately? I neither gamed Gained, uh, see, gamed. I neither gained plums nor lost plums. Take a long look at Brian's clear bag. Major spoilers. The Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. When you go to your favorite fast food restaurant, you're going to be eating a fake hamburger. You're going to go to the grocery store and buy a pound of fake hamburger or a fake steak, and you won't know that it was grown in some big corporation's laboratory. This is the nightmare world that they're taking us into. They're changing God's creation. Why? They wanna change human DNA so that you can't be born again. That's where they're going with this, to change the, the DNA of humans so it will be impossible for a human to be born again. They, they want to create a race of soulless creatures on this planet. Money's gone, bitch. The Morning Stream. Better than dog butt flung poo. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for June 17th, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi. I'm going to wave for those watching, but I'm going to say hi for those listening. Now, here's because... here's the question on everyone's lips. Yes. I have to ask this before we even get to the Chicago stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, A, weigh yourself on Friday at all, <laughs> and B, did you eat things in Chicago that would make weighing yourself uh, tr- uh, uh, complicated? The answers to those questions in uh, random order are <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, however, t- yeah, go ahead. I'll give them to you in the correct order. No, I didn't do a weigh-in on Friday because I was flying at, I had to be at the airport at 4.45 in the morning to, to get on the 6 a.m. flight. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there was no going for a win. So I went Thursday, mm-hmm. went Thursday um, evening before uh, before dinner, smart man. Yeah. Uh, Tina went and grabbed ramen on Thursday night, and I was like, "There, the the Weight Watchers place is like four doors down from the ramen place, and uh, ramen is is a few points. It's not you'd think ramen would be like, oh, it's like broth and and veggies and stuff like that. I mean, the noodles, the the noodles are the thing in there. That, yeah, the pasta gets you every that, time. Yeah. So I did my way in right before that. Uh, I am still I for the third no for the second time in three weeks. I am level, even Steven from the previous week. I have not, I have neither gained plums nor lost plums. <laughs> okay. uh, All right. That's good, right? I mean, it's better than so gaining. It, so Absolutely better than gaining. Sure. Uh, while in Chicago, though, well, even while in the airport for breakfast, I grabbed a breakfast burrito, which was a little disappointing. It was tortilla, eggs, bacon, and potatoes. There was no sauce in there, so I basically had to go grab a bottle of Cholula which is my go-to yeah, um, if they've got it so and uh, douse that thing in Cholula yeah. as I was eating it. I mean, we can just say, I think for the record, Cholula is the best of those things, of all those kinds of hot sauces. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It, it rocks. I think so. 
We have two or three uh, bottles scattered about the house at any given time because uh, we know we like Cholula here as well. Anyway. I did have uh, deep fried chicken tender, chicken breast tenders for lunch uh-huh. on um, Friday, so that was good. But then uh, I did go for Giordano's Pizza on uh, Friday night, and between seven of us, we put away um, two large pizzas, two large Giordano's deep dish Chicago. Yeah, which is Lasagna a dense. Those are dense, heavy. It's like giant stones worth of pizza. It's they huge, are. heavy pizza. Yeah. I took a picture of the last slice. I meant to take a picture when the pizzas came out, but we were all just starving from walking around all day long at Grant Park. Yeah. And uh, so we demolished. We were all over those pizzas. Like it was, it was. Uh, we had uh, a deluxe on one, and then a meat meat uh, focused pizza because. A couple of the guys that we were walking around with don't like vegetables. Huh. Oh, oh, geez. And, and okay. it and it showed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, uh, so to start off, we each grabbed a slice from each pizza. We could have we could have just said, "Oh, I'll take one from that one." See how but it once goes. the first yeah. guy said, "Yeah." Once the first guy said, "You know what? I'll just gra- grab a slice from each of them right now." Then everybody felt like. Oh, maybe I better grab a slice from each of them now too, and mm-hmm. and so we all, you know, we took basically seven slices, <laughs> yeah. uh, each from uh, from each of the pizzas. But um, no, it was great. It was such a, a it was it was great pizza. Giordano's, man, Giordano's and uh, Luminati's, um, staples of the Chicago pizza industry, and both of them are are excellent. If they were here, I would be there all the time like, would you yeah oh yeah i would i love that stuff i can't get yeah. enough of it when we had the frozen ones i thought i was in heaven for a while yeah, there and i'm, 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 very, I'm we, annoyed um, i don't have them anymore i want more of them. we actually just got a lumalnati's lumalnati's here in denver and i've been there exactly once since they opened um i think close to nine months ago maybe <clears> almost a year ago aren't you just constantly tempted to go there though like when you just want to go all the time. Uh, yes, but uh, I would. Be yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm tempted for a lot of things, but it's, I don't know. Um, oh, look at this! You I, can I, mail. I can just mail this stuff to me. Why don't I do more of that? Well, yeah, that's well, that's what uh, Barry did. He sent you a bunch of pizzas via the the U.S. mail. Yeah, that's true. I wondered. I, I guess I in my head I was like, how did he do that? But maybe he just used their. They have a shipping thing. They do, yeah. yeah. It comes uh, frozen and oh, I have and to get more of that stuff. Oh my gosh, it's pack. so good, you guys! <laughs> it's really good, <laughs> especially the giant sausage disc on the sausage pizza. Right, that thing is like a whole pig yeah. flattened out into a um, patty, <laughs> hammered oh. out like a seal <laughs> so cut, like a <laughs> like a uh, spatzel, not spatzel, schnitzel, hammered I mean, out like a schnitzel. I don't even know what to compare it to, like. Food wise, right. like what other what other what other well, thing have I eaten that's like that? I can't think of anything. It's like if Jimmy Dean is the forty five RPM single, then uh, the Lou Malnati's uh, <laughs> sausage disc is the wall. Is the you know Pink Floyd the wall? Oh, okay, all right. Well, vinyl's back in, so I'll justify eating a whole pizza. Perfect. I'm ready. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about your time there and your let's... your your Pokemon catching and your whatnot. What what happened? Yeah. So. Um, uh, first off, just uh, got to say, uh, compared to what I heard about the 2017 and 2018 GoFest events, the 20, 2017 was a dumpster fire. Yeah, it was and, bad. 
and probably fire should be spelled F-Y-R-E based on <laughs> how bad it was in 2017. Yeah. Um, 2018, I hear, was better, but boy, this thing uh, here in 2019, the one you know from Friday, or actually the whole weekend because it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I believe, four days, um, ran like a well-oiled machine. It was great. The only complaint that I have is that there was one section of Grant Park that AT&T had a hard time um, reaching. There was some interference or something. And oh. if that's the only thing I can complain about, that's really minor. It's pretty good, yeah. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah. So. Grant Park is this massive multi-mile um, park that stretches from the museum all the way to um, the buildings by like the Prudential uh, Prudential Building and, and and all that. It's a really long park. Yeah. Um, four blocks, four city blocks. So you actually have to cross streets to get between the park or the pieces of the park. They had broken out the park into. Uh, zones into biomes as they as they're called um with niantic so you had the sandy beach zone and it was the sand like they'd actually brought in sand and and um uh things that looked like they were pulled right out of utah's mesas like you know uh wily coyote rocks and things like that roadrunner rocks wow and uh uh, and then they had the spooky that's a lot, that's woods. a lot of work, and, by the way, to do that. It is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they've got, you know, I don't know how many people. That's actually a good question. I don't know how many people went to this thing. But they, the place was was packed. Yeah. And it wasn't gated. So you could walk there. You could walk through and see all the people playing Pokemon. But unless you had a ticket, you wouldn't see any of the content. Even even the, um, the Pokestops and... Uh, Pokemon that would naturally appear in that area, yeah. you wouldn't see because basically they had figured out a way, Niantic could figure out a way to gate all that content in that area so that if you were a player who didn't have a ticket, and we had a couple people hanging out with us, Shane Maddox from, from TMS, a guy that we hung out with in Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, came out and you know he'd, he'd pop open his phone every once in a while and say, yeah, nothing here to catch. And the rest of us are like seeing, you know, dozens of different kinds of Pokemon to, to catch. But um, they had a quest line that would take you on a path through each of those biomes to catch five five unique Pokemon in the spooky woods or five unique fairy type Pokemon in this area or five unique ice type Pokemon in this area. And then you'd make your way back through that um, uh, all those biomes to get to the other end. And didn't matter which end you started on, you'd kind of start at one end and go boomerang back that way or one end and boomerang back the other way, south to north, north to south. Yeah. Really cleverly done, really well done. Taking pictures of of Pokemon for quest lines and stuff like that. They had tons of uh, these rare Pokemon called Unknown. There's 28 of them, uh, one for each of the different letters of the alphabet and then a question mark and an exclamation point. And so they had, uh, like they have in previous years, the first one spelled, or the first set of unknowns spelled Chicago. The second set of unknowns in 2018 spelled Celebi, which was the um, the legendary Pokemon you could get there at GoFest last year. And this year it was Wake Up with an exclamation point. So hmm. you could only get unknowns with those letters, and then you could trade them for other people. Who when, maybe... when you say they were having you take, you have to take photos of them. Do you mean screenshots? Do you mean like actual th- objects in the world that you uh, had to screen, take pictures of? Screenshots. Okay. Screenshots. Right. In, in the game there, uh, with the AR photos, you can actually um, take a picture of any Pokemon that you've caught, 
and make it look like it's in the room with you, that it's laying down on the, you know, on a bed, if it's like a Snorlax or something. Sure. And uh, um, so you had to take photos of uh, Pokemon in their biome environment to, to finish a quest line. Got it. So for each of those biomes, there was one, you know, take a Ralts picture in the fairy land or, or a ghastly picture in spooky woods. Mm. Um, so, so they had all that set up and then there was just, you know, kind of running around doing, answering trivia questions or, um, uh, who's got the, who can do the, the longest distance trade, uh, between two players. Like, you know, this guy's got a Pokemon from the Philippines and this guy's got one from New Zealand and, you know, doing a trade and stuff. I didn't uh, participate in any of that stuff, but still had a great time there was a merch tent and of course the line for that was like an hour long <laughs> so we waited until we had completed a bunch of stuff and they're like all right you want to go hit the merch line sure what they have what kind of merch like a stuffed animal stuff that kind of thing. t-shirts um i actually picked up you can see behind me uh, am i pointing the right way let's see there you might be able to see it this way uh, plusle and minin which are a negative and positive pair of pokemon that uh uh, they go together. They had pins and hats and other apparel. Um, you know, basically, kind of like your your BlizzCon stuff, right? Like hats, shirts, sure. jackets, sure, um, plushies, your stuff like typical that. selection, sure. Typical selection, and and just like BlizzCon, they have a certain amount. Well, I guess not like BlizzCon. At BlizzCon, they're they're all there until they sell out. Yeah. At uh, Go, or Pokemon Go Fest, they had a certain amount allotted to each day, mm. so that people on the last day wouldn't get cheated out of stuff. But they ran out every day fairly early, mm. uh, from what I hear. So wow. uh, if you wanted something, you wanted to you wanted to go hit it first thing in the morning. But all those things are available on their website. So. You can go get it. Did you, uh, did anybody get any pictures of Brian with a see through bag like I requested? <laughs> they would have. However, uh, Thursday night, uh, we got word from Niantic that they were, that they were relaxing the requirement for the transparent backpacks. Really? So, yes. So I Aww. immediately switched to a different bag that was going to be way more accommodating to my, a battery pack and a charge cable because otherwise the the clear backpack that i had everything just gets kind of dumped in the center yeah whereas the other bag i wanted to bring had a padded pouch for my ipad had a zippered pouch on the back that i could pull my charge cable out of and plug in my phone or whatever right and immediately put it back and way way easier to deal with than the um the, the, the dumb clear bag that i still purchased and i still own right now you've got it. Now but, you can take it to the I next uh, weird thing where they require transparency. Well, it's a it's a requirement like uh, in, uh, Invesco, or not Invesco Field, whatever they're calling Mile High Stadium now, mm. um, Broncos Stadium. Uh, it's a requirement at the at the baseball park and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, it's it's useful. It'll come in handy for something. But now I don't have to. Now I can actually put it on tina's back if we go to a sporting event and not be the one having to wear a clear backpack <laughs> so wait did, so let me get this straight did you huff around your tablet through the whole go fest just kind of oh yeah with you? but it's do you ever use my, it um i did once we kind of got situated i'd never used it during the the game i didn't even want to pull it out right. um uh hello and and you know have people see that <laughs> i was walking around with a really nice ipad but yeah no, like when we once we sat down for dinner and stuff, then I pulled it out to kind of show some photos and oh yeah, and, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah, pull up some other things, but um, I mean, you know, where else am I going to put it, Scott? I had no hotel room. I oh, had that's no... true. You had everything on you. That's true. Yeah, everything that I brought, 
everything that I took on the plane, I took, I carried around with me all day, which was nothing because I had basically, I had a backpack. When I went there, I had a backpack with um, iPad, battery, headphones, and a couple cables. That's it. Own sunscreen. Okay. Um, And that's it. Yeah. You, and when I left, I had all that plus a t-shirt and a couple of plushies. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll yeah. say something like, oh, I was able to use my other bag. And so in my head, I have this scenario. Brian's leaving his clear one in the hotel room. And then he's going oh, back yeah, no. out. And I was like, there's no hotel room. You were the hotel, no hotel room. room. You were the hotel. I was the I was a walking Marriott. Wow. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, Homewood, Homewood Brian Suites. So what time um, did you get home? You leave at four in the morning, you get home when? Like what time? How long is that? I uh, got back to the airport for a 1030 flight um, at about nine, 9 o'clock. And then back home to Denver at 1230 local and back and in bed by one. And then up for film sack the following morning, ready to roll. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. So there was, and you know, I, I wanted to talk about some weird stuff that happened at GoFest, but it, it all went so well. Like it was, you know, it was all really well run. However, mm. I did get to sit next to one of your favorite kind of people, Scott, mm. one of your favorite kinds of people, Great. uh, dude on the plane. So as I'm getting on, uh, uh, the plane to depart to Chicago. Oh, this is leaving, not coming back. Okay. This is leaving. Yeah. So zone, you know, I'm zone two. I'm walking down the aisle and I look over and I see that the, one of the, one of the few things that I had to pay for on this flight, because remember I I get the tickets for 12 bucks. All I had to pay were taxes on the tickets because it was all miles that were expiring at the beginning of July. Right. But I did splurge and buy exit row to and from. Nice. And as I'm walking down the aisle, I look over and I say, oh, 12A, there's somebody sitting there. And as I get closer... Uh, I say, oh, I'm, I think you might be in the wrong seat. I'm in that seat, and it's a and a guy and his girlfriend, and he's like, oh, yeah, I was, I was just, um, okay, yeah, no problem. And so he he makes his <laughs> wife, who's in the the uh, window seat, get up. I'm already annoyed. She, by the way, I'm already annoyed. I don't even know what's going to happen here. <laughs> this is and again, this is five thirty in the morning. Ugh. She moves into the middle seat, and he slides into the aisle seat. Okay. And I and he gets out of the out of the row. She stays in the middle seat, and I kind of have to climb over. And it's always that Tyler Durden decision: do I give a do I give her the butt? Do I give her the crotch? Which right. you know, as I'm walking through to get to my seat, what am I giving to her? Yeah, it's a hard call. So I slide, I drop into my uh, uh, into the window seat, and you know, start getting my <laughs> iPad out because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh, uh, my recommendal for this week. I'm not gonna say what it is. Oh, all right. Had you already? How did you consume AI? By the way, was this on the way out, on the way back? No, we watched it. Tina wanted to see it, so we watched it Thursday night. Oh, okay, okay. I never. I meant to ask yeah. you that. I never did. Tina did not enjoy it as much as. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, there were the four of us on film set. That's too bad. To our to our varying degrees of enjoyment. Yeah, and to our varying degrees of surprise. I think we, we right we were exactly. All, yeah. Anyway. So, you, so, so now he slides back into the aisle seat. She's in the middle seat. <laughs> but there's still some kerfuffle and stuff going on. Yeah. And after the person who uh, comes to take their aisle seat shows up, he goes into the middle and then sends her across the aisle. And basically it dawns on me that, all right, he tried to buy tickets last second for the exit row, ended up with two middle seats, and he was going to see if he could maybe talk somebody into trading a uh, an aisle or a window for for another middle sure in the exit row but yeah. kind of gave up on that like didn't even didn't even ask me if i wanted to do that he's like oh that that guy must that guy wants a window yeah. i could tell by yeah. looking. 
You're big, which, big which intimidating looking uh, guy with a see-through backpack. You're like, get out of my way. <laughs> right. If I would have had the see-through backpack, he probably would have felt like he had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> see-through backpack guy probably doesn't isn't discerning a man of quality and distinction. Right. He'll be happy with a middle seat. Sure. But uh, uh, whatever reason, he he you know bucked up and he took the middle seat next to me and sent her across the aisle to the other middle seat. Okay. And immediately starts to tell me his woes oh no and like ah oh, you know i'm just so frustrated this is the last time i'm flying frontier man you know they uh um uh i tried to i bought, bought tickets uh yesterday or a couple days ago and uh um i tried to pre-buy my carry-on bag but the website wouldn't let me do it and so i had to buy it when i got to the airport which cost twice as much it's normally 45 dollars, and i would pay 60 dollars for my for my uh carry-on bag and i'm never flying frontier again i'm like yeah okay that sucks dude sorry <laughs> and then i put my headphones on and <laughs> like all right dude so then anytime anyone flying the plane uh flight attendant any frontier employee would walk by he would tell them of the story and it would it slowly evolved to the point where he was saying oh i got double charged for bringing my carry on bag on here oh, well no he evolved just, you, then his story did that's his, interesting his story evolved yeah eventually he kind of i guess he kind of figured out that limited number of frontier employees on the plane means he only needs to tell that story five or six times yeah and he decided to put in his headphones yeah now mind you he's in the middle seat he's wearing headphones and i'm gonna do something that's kind of visual but i'm gonna describe it for the people okay. listening to the podcast all right we can do this we have imaginations I go i think he's listening to maybe kanye or he's definitely listening to a hip-hop artist. All right. And he's sitting there in his middle seat, not moving his mouth or anything like that, not singing along or mouthing the words, but he's going. <laughs> oh, I would die! <laughs> I wanted to record the video. Uh. So for the people for the people listening, he's basically acting like he's uh he's he's um DJing or he's he's on stage at Coachella. Yes. <laughs> And he's delivering some fat lyrics, and the way they kind of move their arms with like their their uh, fingers together, palms, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and just kind of gesticulating. But he's not singing along or or mouthing the words or anything like that. He's just like moving the arms and the hands, like he's. <laughs> and the white guy, I take it, right? Total white guy, yeah. Absolutely All right. Not guy. that it matters that much, but it kind of does. You know, it looks weirder yeah. if it's him. Yeah, exactly. I would have been annoyed to no end here. This would have just... <laughs> Chuckling like, all right, yeah, this guy will be on uh, TMS. On, on was he, and he was there. This is a nonstop flight. You don't stop anywhere, Nonstop right? flight, so two hours, uh, ten minutes from Denver to Chicago. Well, yeah, uh, closing doors to opening doors. We sat there and taxied and stuff like that. But so basically a two-hour flight. Chat room, but, um, somebody in the chat, please cap that uh, clip of Brian doing that dance. <laughs> Well, there you go, and that way the people who uh, listen to the podcast can finally see <coughs> can finally see what I'm talking about. Because I need to make a I need to make a freaking there it is I need to make a gif out of this real bad. <laughs> so here, let's All see right, how this enough. looks yeah. and repeat. Oh yeah, look at you. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, gift time. Happy gift there time. Thank you very much. Right. You just did that. Whoever that was. All right. Uh, oh, so, so all in all, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> a real, really real good. quick story. Yeah, this is super quick. Uh, yesterday, Tina and I went on a uh, long bike ride, twenty-three mile, uh, big loop to prepare for 
for um, MS-150. Yeah. I'm, I'm preparing. She's actually just going along for the ride. Right. And uh, we're going down this, stre- this stretch of the path where there's a lot of people walking. And what I always do, and what I encourage all other bike riders to do is, as you're coming up behind somebody, you say, two bikes on your left or one bike on your left or whatever so that they know to kind of slide a little bit right. I'm sure people, when you're walking the dog, you'll have the occasional bicyclist that goes by you and says, coming up on your left, something like that, right? Yeah, sure. Normal. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. And I don't do it, I don't wait until I'm right behind the person and yell it at them. I say it from a good enough distance back that they've got time to react and it's not a jolting sound. <laughs> and there's a an older man, shirtless older man, no That's, headphones on or anything, uh-huh. ambling his way down the path. Okay. I don't know why you take your shirt off, but you take your sh- he took his shirt off. Sure. Right? Yeah, he was into it. And I say, two bikes coming up on your left. And this is from, you know, like I said, quite a ways away. Yeah. He acted like I snuck up behind him. <laughs> I got really close to his ear yeah. and said, two bikes on your left. <laughs> he starts flailing his arms and, and just like you know like jumps off the path like, <laughs> like oh that's awesome yeah. like humongous from uh, road warriors coming down and about to like spike his spike him with the uh, the front of his vehicle just walk away just walk away he exactly. said he heard in his head and i'm like you know i say oh my god sorry and I, but I, you know i got momentum i'm still going i keep going tina's behind me yeah we're kind of both chuckling and then she comes up and says did you see what he was doing i said no he says he was in the process of trying to drink from a little tiny airplane bottle of vodka. <laughs> now this is nine o'clock oh, in the morning. Yeah, I was gonna say this is. Uh, it dawns on me, it's like, oh, this guy's this guy's homeless, and we've. But apparently, as soon as we passed, he he downed that entire bottle of that entire little mini airplane bottle of vodka. Yeah, like, you startled. I thought him. we might have scared him sober, but we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they threw the thing on the ground and says, "That's it. I'm quitting. I'm I'm turning over a new leaf." <laughs> that's, all, that's the only sign I needed, Lord. I'm done drinking. I'm glad you brought that up because it reminded me of a thing happened to me yesterday. That I was sorry. Sat, uh, whenever I just last walked walked the dog, I guess it was Saturday before film sack, and. Uh, the, <laughs> I put a picture up on Twitter uh, yesterday so people could see it, but there's this path that I go on, and you probably saw this. I don't know, but the path, oh, I should just put it up so people can see it because you're going to think I'm lying or that I made this up or that it's not actually anywhere near me, but it is. Sure. Um, okay. It's this, this path that diverges. Uh, let's see. Here it is. Did two roads diverge in the woods, Scott? Yeah, sort of. So there's this path. And it goes two different directions, and you can go, you can decide whichever way you want to go, and it all kind of loops back onto itself. And in the yeah. middle of this path is this light post. It actually lights up at night, creates a little bit of light. In the daytime, okay. it's just this post. And a lot of dogs pee on it as they go by. Um, sure. I'll put this link in the... Once one dog does, all dogs have to, because basically, oh, this is a new bulletin board. Okay, yeah. gotta let everybody know I'm here. Yeah, exactly. So I'm putting this in uh, our Discord so you can see it as well. Okay. Right. Uh, you may have to click it to see it. I will have to click it because it is a tweet. Yeah. Oh, it's it just gave you the media link. That's weird. Anyway, go down until you find the path that diverges into two. Okay. Anyway, I'll, uh, actually, what I'll do is I'll click. Oh, it's actually yeah, give me your media link. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, weird. I don't know. Didn't give me the Thrones, direct link. Uh, Bill Hader, a yeah. couple of sandals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, I found. It. All right. So yeah. as you can see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there's yeah. There's wow. And All right. Can, as you can see in the middle there, like my brain just works this way. As soon as I walk down that path, I see. <laughs> A pair of legs, a crotch, and a wiener, right? That's what I see. I can't help it. Yeah, it's like, it's not even that. I mean, it, there's no, like, 
Oh, I don't know how you could possibly see that, Scott. <laughs> There's even a bush around <laughs> yes. the, po- the post. Yes. Like, and that was the the the, the I, I made reference to that in the tweet where I said oh, I said um, someone needs some manscaping or something like that. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. So I do this. I take this picture for my little joke. I put it on Twitter, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And no big deal. I forgot the part I forgot to tell people about it. I didn't say in the tweet is there was a couple walking their dog behind me who watched me do this apparently because when I took I stood took the picture and then went on my way. I look back and they are both staring at it in the same place I was discussing it for a second back and forth and then had this look on their face like it just dawned on them what I was doing. And then <laughs> and then they're just laughing, standing there laughing. So even they could see it. So it's not just me. I'm not the only person that sees a two legs yeah. and a wiener, right? Wow. But how, how could it have taken them that long to figure out what you were looking at? Because... <laughs> It's friggin' instantaneous. I know. For me, it was anyway. I mean, I mean, as a, I guess <clears> because as a guy, that's the angle that you usually see. That's your POV. That's you know? your POV. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's what you get. That's yeah. why we're so nasty looking men are. Right. But uh, that's your. Uh, that's your. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I, awesome. It was fun watching them react in a way that was like, oh, that's what he was taking a picture of. <laughs> and they kept moving on. Anyway, uh, well, that's great. I'm glad you had a good trip. I'm glad to hear that they have a solid uh, con going now, or not con. That's yeah. not the right word. Whatever. Festival. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. Fest, yeah, fest is. Yeah, I mean, was the food there, like how all that kind of stuff? Oh, they had food trucks, Scott. Oh, that's how you do um, it. Yeah. Now, media, I had a media badge, so um, they had a media tent, and they had free food in the media tent. Yeah. And I got to see, I got to see pod, uh, Pokemon Go YouTube sensations uh, trainer tips, reversal, and uh, Mystic Seven. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if that means anything to doesn't me. doesn't to me, but uh, they sound like they're the hot products of the Pokemon Go. They world. are the hot. They are the hot uh, product yeah. right there. But then they also and they had food in there for us. Um, but then they also had some food trucks, and I really wish I would have gone to the other set of food trucks, and because uh, there was a Chicago hot dog food truck, oh. and I want a deep dish pizza. I wanted a Chicago hot dog, and that's and that's it. That's yeah. what I wanted from Chicago, and I ended up having deep fried chicken breast, or like you know chicken chicken breast tenders, like basically. tenders. From sure, a place called Harold's, yeah, which is like another Chicago staple, Harold's chicken. Oh, Harold's um, chicken, that sounds good. But uh, but it wasn't it wasn't a. Uh, By the way, a, uh, speaking yeah. of chicken, when did Popeyes get good? Because we had Popeyes right? the other day, and it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I it's funny. I had I had Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes. You like Popeye? Like Popeye, right? Popeye. <laughs> Danny Glover impersonation. Everybody <laughs> really from Lethal Weapon One. <laughs> wow, that's a throwback. We are literally <laughs> getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Like Popeye. 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 Right? Like Popeye. Uh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. No. Popeyes. Popeyes has gotten good. I haven't had their chicken in a while, but I do go for their uh, popcorn shrimp, and it is good. It's, it's really it's good, really and their chicken's stuff. insane. Yeah. We got this chicken the other day. It's insane. I, I mean, look, yeah. I, I when I was growing up, Popeyes was categorically bad. It was not good back yeah. in the day. Now it may have been better in parts of the country where they were like you know native to it or something, but out here, anytime you had Popeyes, it was a death sentence. It was terrible. Something changed, and we had it recently, and I just went, oh, my gosh, Popeye's chicken. What are you doing? It's so good. I want your chicken. I crave it now. I'm never yeah. going to KFC again. Like, why would I go to KFC? Really, KFC really is good. gross. Yeah, I know. Popeye's is great. So, Harold's Chicken, I, I did a little look online, and this place is a um, 
Wow, their logo is a dude carrying an axe chasing a chicken. That's awesome. Wow. I'll put a, I'll put a link in our Discord here. But yeah, it, apparently I, I shouldn't feel so bad on missing out on um uh missing out on a Chicago hot dog because Harold's chicken apparently is a a very um prominent staple of uh um Chicago. Sorry, Siri went off for a second. I don't know why. Oh, that's weird. You say Chicago uh, staple, and she's like, "What? <laughs> I don't know why she Chicago, would care." Chicken, chicken with staples. <laughs> yeah. <chicken> with <laughs> Hold on a second. I uh, wanted each of his franchises to develop its own personality rather than forcing to fit the same mold. This individually continues today, even as Harold's has been in other areas of Chicago. Some Harold's restaurants are very informal, with takeaway chicken served by employees standing behind a window of bulletproof glass. Whoa. Originally introduced as a necessity rather than an aesthetic concern, as Harold's often served some historically rough neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, the food truck was not behind bulletproof glass, so I, I, I feel pretty good about that. Wow. Look, oh, yeah. Here's a couple of locations. Oh, yeah. Look at that. These are a rough. That's a rough neighborhood. But then there's some neighborhoods that yeah. look very nice. And also the, the logo is just a guy with a tomato on his head. It looks like a crazed Santa suit wearing guy. It does look like a crazy Santa suit. Why does he have a? That's why does he have something wrapped around his right leg, but not on his left leg? I, I, like it's like a parka. I don't know. Oh, is it? That's it's hanging out the back. Maybe it's just a bad illustration. It's a bad illustration. But yeah. he's he's carrying an axe, chasing a chicken. That's really weird. Here's like, oh talk God. about talk about telling you exactly where your food is coming from. There's no. I bet it's not a lot of uh, vegetarians uh, like their friends going to. Their their non-vegetarian friends going to Harold's with that logo. <laughs> no, because look at that chicken. That's, that's more like a rooster, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, it is, yeah, because he's got a comb. Do they kill roosters? <laughs> Do you well, eat I rooster? Don't I don't know. Is that still just a chicken? I don't know what roosters still are. just a chicken. All right. Yeah. I know it's male. It's a male. But it, can they? Chicken. Can you eat them? Can you eat a rooster? Why can't you? Why couldn't you eat a rooster? I don't know. I don't know why I've never thought of this before. I thought I thought it was all lady chickens. Maybe I'm just thinking of the eggs, maybe. Because they have breasts, Scott? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he would too, though, right? Like, they don't care. It's not like regular <laughs> boobs. I, but I really did think, for some reason in my head, I thought they kept the cocks around just to be there. I'll say, I'll say, if you ought to take the lady. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know roosters were edible. What is that? No. What do you mean it's biology class? Nobody talked about roosters in biology class chat room. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. I thought the roosters were like untouchable because they had to they had to seed all the new chickens and eggs and stuff. Is that just nope. a, they, they they eat roosters too. Okay. Just up in the night then on this. Uh-huh. All right. Well, learned something new today. Yeah. There you go. Let's see if Dunaway's around still. He wants to be a part of this. We'll play a little game today. Do a little giveaway. Yeah. It's Monday after all. Chance for us to do that fun thing. Uh, by the way, our number is 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't. I, uh, there's a, there's a, because uh, we talked about another name for a rooster. Yeah, a cock. And I'd like to, and I'd like to do the, you can eat rice. Let's oh. substitute that other word in there. And I think I'm not going to do that because there are people listening with their kids to the That's show. That's a good point. We're going to be, all you all on your kid commute today, we're going to, we're going to spare you. But those of you driving around without a kid in the car, you guys can all say it just like I did, but substitute the other word. Yeah. There you go. But also, you know, a good reminder that you, you can call a donkey an ass. 
You can call a right. rooster. Right, a, exactly. You can call a rooster a cock if you have to. And in England, you can refer to a, a cigarette as something else with an F word. Sure. They all get away with it over there. Done away, are you here with us right now? Oh, hi. I'm just sitting back and listening to the things I can say. (laughs) I know. Exactly. Here's a list. Yeah, here's the list of things you can say. It turns out it's limited. Uh, We also have on the line. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Donkey. Hi. Hey, Wayne, I think someone's on the line already. Hi, who's this? Hey. Oh, good. Hi, who's this? What's your name? Hey. Uh, Jonathan from Denver. Oh, Jonathan from Denver. That's oh, fantastic. Hey, all right, Denver. hold on. It's all happening so fast I didn't push the button. So here you go. All right, we're going to play Babel Royale with Jonathan from Denver and Brian Dunaway from South Carolina and Brian Ibbett from Denver or thereabouts, Arvada, really. He is going to explain the rules. That's right. Uh, so, Jonathan, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth with answers that meet that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, they take too long to come up with an answer, the winner's is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for the carryover prizes. I believe we had carryover prizes from last week. Um, the Mad Max figure, some tea, and a print pack from Scott. Plus, did you want to add something, Scott, or do you want me to add something? Uh, let's add another uh, Mad Max uh, mystery fig. All right, so two <clears throat> Mad Max mystery figs. And oh, you know, oh I'm you sorry. Have... That one was already in there. Sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I misheard that. Um, let me oh. do, um, uh, let's put in a, uh, a two weird Norwegian CDs. All right, cool. Two weird Norwegian CDs. Uh huh. Compact that discs in our list. with strange right. Norwegian music on it. They're fantastic. Don't worry. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. None of them are Bjork, by the way. I should make sure to make that clear. No. Uh, before Scott and Brian can t- start, though, I'm going to give them their topic. This one comes to us from TMS Mashups himself, Jamie Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been 14 actors who have either played. Or done the voice in animation for Superman. Hmm. Okay. Um, How many? None of which the total? Sorry. Are, are named Nicholas Cage, by the way. Yeah. Uh, there are fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. Okay. Oh, I take that back. You know what? I should. I shouldn't have said that because Nicholas Cage did. So I'm throwing out Nicholas Cage, who did actually. No, do throw the... out Nicholas Cage. Yeah, nobody can throw him out. I'm throw. I'm throwing out Nicholas Cage. <laughs> not the bees. Not the bees. I'm gonna steal him from. <laughs> I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's, that was really more me doing an impersonation of Andy Samberg doing an impersonation of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, right. pretty good. It's but I'm bad. throwing out Nicolas Cage, who did the voice in uh, Teen Titans uh, Go to the Movies. Teen Titans! Yeah, that's true. And it was a, th- and this, it was a reference. This is just voice work, right? You're not, you're not including... No, actor, live action, or animation. Live action, okay. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. There are 14 <laughs> other ones that are not named Nicolas Cage. Right. All right. And I want you to—I want to see how many of them you can name. Jonathan, now that you know the topic, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win? Uh, I think Brian's going to win. I'll let Scott go first. All right. Fair enough. I feel pretty good about this, actually. Um, all right. I'm going to say. Uh, uh, let's get a. You know what? I'll save him in case I need him. Um, let's go, Christopher Reeves. There you go. Christopher Reeve, singular. Yeah. He is not plural. Reeve, sorry. Christopher uh, Reeve. 
Christopher Reeve played Superman from 1978-1987 in the movie series, of course. The only Superman ever to kiss Alfred on the lips. And for those who know what I'm talking about, you have to dig back and find uh, it. Death Trap. Oh, Brian knows. Death Trap. Yep. Yep. Nice. Well done. Absolutely. With uh, Who's the woman? Faye Dunaway in that? Probably. It's funny because that just came up when we were in Victor, Colorado. Yeah. That was playing. There was somebody they were doing the play of that at the local playhouse, the local playhouse theater. Oh, wow. crazy! That's cool. Yeah. All right. I Brian. feel like that would be a good film sack movie too. By yeah, the way, but let's move on. Yes. Move on. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Yes. Oh, then I'm gonna go with George Reeves. His was plural. Mm. His was plural. He actually, uh, right, played in the Adventures of Superman from 1951 to 1957. George. Sad, sad ending, George Reeves. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he had he committed suicide or something, didn't he? Oh, jeez. Yeah. He, wow. he got shot. Oh, that no, shot. that's what it was. He got okay, sh- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, something bad <laughs> happened to him. No, <laughs> we I, think, I wanted some I irony. He, we don't have to say that it's too soon. I think we're all right. I think, too uh, soon. I can't remember. Someone have to look it up, but he died in some horrible way. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. My brain just went weird. Um. Oh my gosh! You just threw me. Hold on. <laughs> oh, was it the or the, the George? Oh, Reeves? oh, that might be. That's a, a heck of a tactic there, Brian Dunley. It doesn't right, appear to be working. Uh, Dean Kane. Dean oh, that's Kane. a great one. You were saving him, weren't you? Yeah. You had to end up using him early on. I had to use him because I'm yes. uh, thinking. <laughs> Dean Kane. We'll say he's plural too. Uh, Dean Kane, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, 1993 to 1997. Okay. So far, you guys are going down my list in the order I have them here, so I don't oh, know. That's because yeah. they're the most. That's the most popular ones. Now I think it's the most popular ones. It's not. Yeah, this is not yeah. in order in which. Yeah, they we're were. getting out of the popular ones now. Correct. Yep. Because I'm going to go with uh, Mark Harmon from the, the Justice League version. Mark. Harmon, Mark Harmon, oh, great, right. hell of a guy. I'm just kidding. Yeah, hell of a guy, that Mark Harmon. <laughs> yep, Justice League, Crisis on <laughs> Two Earths, the animated, uh, provided the voice for Superman. And right. was also on, uh, what, JAG, NCIS? I can't remember. NCIS. Mark Harmon? NCIS. Yeah. NCIS. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's also had a great smaller role. It was only, a, I don't know, half a dozen episodes of West Wing. He was really good on there. Mm. Played a Secret Service guy. He also um, stole Sybil Shepherd away from Bruce Willis on Moonlight. Oh my gosh! He was and also he's been married to uh, Mindy from Mork and Mindy since 1987. Uh, I did not what? know that. Is that true? Wow, that's absolutely 100 true. Interesting. He was Pam also. And, uh, what was the show that no, he I was? Like where did he get his start? It was um, oh Saint Elsewhere with Saint um, Elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good actor. I watched a him. documentary recently about Pam Dauber and. You know what she had to do with her, my sister Sam. You guys oh, that? that whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Man, that, was a, that was gnarly. Yeah. Yep. That was rough. Um, oh, he was also uh, Ted Bundy back in the 80s movie they made for TV. Bundy. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, Tom Welling is my next guess. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hello. That's a good one. Tom Welling, absolutely. Uh, Tom where Welling. do I have it here? Smallville, 2001 to 2011. Okay. I don't know if you had me on camera, but I've got Kitten. No, I did. He's cute as ever. Yep. Yep. Uh, Tom Welling, yes, 2001-2011, Superman on Smallville. Oh, on Smallville. Back to you, Brian. Hmm, well, I think I remember Jerry O'Connell doing a pretty decent Superman. Jerry O'Connell? Do you? Jerry O'Connell, do you? Wait a minute. That's right. Is it not on the list? 
Am I not remembering that wrong? Please don't tell me it was somebody else. Because I swear it was his voice. No, wait, wait. No, you don't. You said Jerry O'Connell. Wait, 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 you wait, said wait. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, I'm not s- getting confused with somebody else, Emma. Wait you a minute. You probably are, but that's okay because you said it. Dunt Brian. Yeah, I, I, I see no reference. <laughs> I know what you're, I know. I know what you're confusing it with, <laughs> but I see no reference to uh, Jerry O'Connell as Superman. Who Who's thinking? who is he confusing him with? Uh, he was uh, Shazam in the DC Universe animated original yes. movie short film called Superman Shazam: The Return of Black Adam. Wow. Okay, can I name two, can I name the other two I knew, and then I was going to be all out. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. I'm I'm confirming. Hold on. Hold all on. Right, right. Is Captain Marvel there? Oh, 2016 Justice League versus Teen Titans. He did do the voice of Clark Kent. Did he? So did I get it on a technicality? You did, you did get it. Oh, and, and Justice League. Let's see. Justice League versus Teen Titans. The death of Superman. Take that technicality. Batman Hush and Reign of the Superman were were Jerry O'Connell. Okay, so Shit. so that's and why you know I wanted to you know, you know what's funny. Yes. And you know what's you know what's funny? What's that? I don't even think it was Jerry O'Connell who I was thinking. Of. <laughs> no, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. So. Uh, we are continuing. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, you are still in the running, sir. All right, let's see. Hurt. Yes, I'm going right. to go with uh, Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh. Routh. Uh, uh, also, uh, the Adam Brandon Routh. Uh, oh, Superman yeah. Returns 2006 was his foray as Superman. Yep. Right. And you second. can find him on Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. He looked a lot he, like Christopher Reeve in that. He did. He yeah. totally did. I think he I, was fine. One of my the, favorite. One of my favorite uh, Superman actors. Yeah, as the actors up. go, who play, who portray yes. him, he's he was perfect. Yes. The movie's not great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. And I also wonder what Brian Singer and uh, if, if Brian Singer and uh, who played Lex Luthor, um, Kevin uh, Spacey, Kevin Spacey were in cahoots Spacey. during that. I wonder if anything weird Jeez. happened. I'm just saying, those two, so those good. two are a little something going on there. <laughs> All right. Back to Ryan Dunaway. Shut up. I'm stalling for time. <laughs> nope, nope. No more of that. Come on, Wait. stall. Give us some. Give us some. Fine. I'll go with. Uh... I can't remember. <laughs> so I'm going with Nicolas Cage. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose right. Okay. I'm going to lose right. big. All Nicolas right. Cage. Well, you said I couldn't say it. I don't care. I'm saying it anyway. Right. Okay, good. Uh, you said it, and I already said you can't say it, so. Well done. I was. I still had Henry Cavill up my butt. I could have done that oh, one. Oh, Henry Cavill. I don't David. know why. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't say Henry I Cavill, Brian. Think, I yeah. couldn't think of it. I could see his face. The most recent you Martha. The What'd mo- you say, Martha? The most recent of Supermen. God. Yeah. Well, I guess. Sort of the most recent. I would actually say that Tyler Hoechlin who plays uh, Superman on the Supergirl TV show is even more recent. I would have never gotten uh, that. I don't know his yeah, name. Yeah, that's he's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you could have also said Tim Daly from Wings. He played uh, Superman in the animated series 1996 to 2000. George Newbern, who did the voice for Justice League, James Denton from the All-Star Superman animated show, Danny Dark from Super Friends. Mm-hmm. Danny Dank. Uh, Danny Dank. <laughs> Uh, Bud Collier, who did the voice from uh, The New Adventures of Superman, plus many other TV voices for Superman. And then Kirk Allen, who ni- in 1948 did uh, played live-action Superman in 1948 a- in Adam Man versus Superman. 
and some other film serials. That sounds like fun. I'd watch that. Mm. Totally. Yeah. I think yeah. we should watch one of film those for films. That'd be all right. Jonathan, how do you feel now that Brian has lost all hope for you? How do you feel about it? Yeah, a little, sorry, man. A little disappointed. Yeah, right? I, I would be I'm too. Sorry. I would be just so... I just I thought I had it there. I'd have your head hung low all day if I were you about this I whole thing. Uh, <laughs> not be... Oh, Hoakland, is that how it's pronounced? Thank you, Baton216. Yeah, to not be able to pull out Henry Cavill. Come on now. Come on. Everybody pulls out a Henry Cavill. Hey, his, uh, you know that thing's Cavill. almost done. His his um, uh, Witcher yeah, series. Yeah, almost done. Yeah, the Witcher. <laughs> no, the Witcher series is coming out in like <laughs> two months or something. I'm stoked about that. I want to see what that turns out to be like. That is either going to be poop or really good. I can't decide. Anyway, good luck, Netflix, with your little plan. Uh, nice job, everybody, except for Ryan Dunaway, who blew that whole thing. Uh, I'm going to play this for you. And uh, next time, you'll have another chance on Wednesday to prove people right that you when truly are the smartest Superman, guy. I'm no yes. Superman. Nope. You're, you're no Superman. Like that song. You know the one? Yeah. From, yeah. The, from the Scrubs? I can't do this all on, on my, my own. own. I'm no I, Superman. I have to cheat. And look at the internet. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, Brian. By the way, I, I forgot about Channing Tatum. Also wasn't on this list, but he was in the Lego movies as Superman. Oh, oh Tatum Channing? Right. He was in there? The, Great. The Tatum Channing. Tatum Channing. Great. Brian Dunaway, kiss our butts. Bye. All right. He's gone. <laughs> we, uh, we have no news. There's no news time. So we're not doing the news. No time for news, but I can tell you that uh, this, uh, this middle of the show is brought to you by... Yep. <laughs> Do you like podcasts? Do you like genre films like The X-Men and Mad Max? Is your name Scott Johnson? If you answered yes to two or more of these questions, then you should check out the latest episode of Nerdzilla, the ABC podcast by nerds for nerds. In the most recent episode, Joel and Andrew, A, discuss why you may actually want to go see X-Men Dark Phoenix. B, remember the BBC sci-fi show Blake 7. And C, have a chat with Hugh Keyes Byrne. Hukies Burn, the actor that played the toe cutter in the first Mad Max movie, and Immortan Joe in Mad. How's that pronounced? Mad Madamix. 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 Frodi. Frodi. Frodero. Frodero. Madamix. Frodero. Yeah. You can hear all this and more in episode number 125 of Nerdzilla. Available now where podcasts are presented to you. Nice. On that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, We'll spend some time with Steven Schleicher, major spoilers fame, and Daryl's got a little something to say. So we'll bring all that up to uh, uh, to fruition here shortly. Before that, though, Brian, why don't you yeah. make a song thing break deal? A song thing break deal. All right, so here's here's something I absolutely love. You familiar with the band Charlatans UK? I am. Vaguely. Yes, you're familiar with the band uh, Squeeze UK, yeah. who changed their name just to Squeeze yes. after uh, their first couple albums. Uh, the Mission UK, another another uh, band with the UK at the end of their name. Let's look, let's talk about a band called Bones UK. Oh, all right. they're from New York, <laughs> which I absolutely love. Yeah, they might have originally been from the UK, but but it says they're from New York. Um, Bones UK is a band that's coming out with their full length debut album July twelfth, coming out in about a month via Sumerian Records. However, you're going to get to hear a track right now, an early track. These guys rock they totally do uh rosie is your lead vocalist uh she's joined by guitarist carmen vandenberg and uh she says that the song you're about to hear is a track about being so into one so into someone that you want to kill them she says when you see a puppy that is so cute you want to squeeze it until it dies when you feel so much you don't know what to do with it all it makes your teeth clench and your fists hard well that's the song right here it's called choke 
It's by Bones UK. All right. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. fair listeners it's me scott johnson to take a moment to talk to you about the days when you were always ready to go yeah that's right now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's like the color blue blue b-l-u-e you know blue and then chew.com brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved ingredients as viagra and cialis i'm saying those both wrong right viagra and cialis You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And because they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as some sort of pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is a prescribed online product and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They are uh, made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew appears, or excuse me, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free 
when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color blue. Bluechew.com and the promo code TMS. Try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them. My dinner, my dinner, my dinner. Okay, bye. I'm going to eat it now in a minute. Okay, bye. Baby <laughs> shark. <laughs> The Morning Stream. How about a booby? All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. We are now in the mood to bring in a dude. Send in the mood for dude. Yep. His name is Steve Schleicher. goes by major spoilers on all social media networks. And he's a fantastic addition to what we do here on the show. Here's how I know, because this exists. Steven. Steven Schleicher, all the way from beautiful downtown Hayes, Kansas. Is there such a thing as downtown Hayes, Kansas? There is, actually. Oh, all right. I should... One of these days, I'm going to come out there and to see what your uh, your hometown's all about. That's what I want to. What do. is downtown in Hayes, Kansas? Is yeah. there a uh, is there a fast food restaurant? Fast food downtown? No, no grocery store, no fast food. The Main Street area is really pretty nice. It's the old um, historic area of Hayes oh, that you know is one of the like the area stuff. In fact, um, the oldest bar in Hayes, which I think goes back to like 1890, I think I want to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. the brass rail is still in operation yeah and uh it is for sale if anybody wants has a half million dollars and wants to buy one of the oldest bars in Hayes. Wow. all right let's they do can it. still do it we've got we've got a brewery downstairs uh, d- uh downtown not downstairs we have our own brewery uh in downtown Hayes. there's actually a couple breweries uh here in Hayes. i think you just let some I think, national I think, awards i think you just let it slip that you have a brewery in your basement and you just have, I wish. <laughs> downstairs downstairs in his basement yeah it's very secret I wish. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. I've got a question. Yeah. Yeah. Ask it. What if someone played someone who played Superman? Um, oh, that's like a, Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. in in uh, people were asking about George Reeves and how he um, what happened to him. The official yeah. word is that he committed suicide. He was yeah. at a party. Went upstairs. There was a gunshot. People went upstairs. Door was locked. He committed suicide. But the unofficial word is that there may be multiple people or the mob or an ex-lover or somebody who have killed him. But in the movie Brainiac Hollywood... is a person of interest. Is yeah. what you're right, saying. right. <laughs> uh, but in the movie Hollywood Land, Ben Affleck played George Reeves, and there is multiple scenes where he is wearing the Superman costume. Oh, That's wow. interesting. Um, you know, if that would have come up... Not. If that would have come up, I prob- I might have allowed it. Okay. Because that's... Yeah, that's a very interesting thought. By the way, I've looked at the two things that you want to talk about, and before we talk about either of those, mm-hmm. can we talk really quickly about... Uh, California Adventure in uh, there at Disneyland California, and what's well, I haven't been able to go. So, oh, why? <laughs> what happened? Some... But certainly, but certainly, you've heard the news about what's coming in 2020. What's happening? Uh, I missed it. The um, oh, what is it? It's the Marvel Land, it's right? All the Marvel stuff, yeah. So Tony Stark's yeah. uh, laboratory and and uh, uh, Spider Man, like uh, Peter Parker's apartment or something. I mean, basically, it's going to be. They're finally bringing more than just the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy over mm-hmm. to, uh, and they but they can't call it Marvel Land because of um, Universal 
yeah, uh, Islands that, of Adventure. <laughs> that is really, really interesting because for those people that don't know and they're like, well, why hasn't Disney opened up this Marvel thing? It's because, and I don't know how many years, it may be to infinity and beyond, but at one point, Universal Pictures uh, for the Universal uh, theme park in Florida had the rights to all the Marvel properties. And so that's how they created that theme park. But it only went to east of the Mississippi that they could do that. So west of the Mississippi, uh, anybody else could do it. And it looks like Disney's finally doing it. But until they work some agreement out with Universal or maybe by Universal, who knows? Uh, I don't <laughs> think you're going to see anything open in Disney World. But a lot of the people who are going to the Star Wars Galaxy's, uh, what is it, Galaxy's Edge or whatever it is, yeah. going to that experience at Disney have been taking pictures of these construction areas that... <laughs> Say something like Stark Industries coming yeah. soon or something like that, which looks really cool. Yeah. Well, oh, everybody had so wondered, cool. like, if if, if uh, Disney was going to spend so much time on putting Star Wars stuff into these installations, why weren't they doing more with Marvel? And it sounds like they're going to. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's next. And it and it's, and then, and, you know, how permanent it will be, that's a big question because a lot of that stuff in California Adventure is less than permanent sometimes. Like, they'll put in, mm-hmm. uh, they have a Bugs Life thing that's getting yanked out. Um, yeah. So you never know how long a thing's going to stay, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, some of that stuff has been there for decades, though. Like the Bugs Life stuff has been around for like twenty years, maybe. It's been there a long time, yeah. And I hate yeah. that ride. My wife gets sick on it. She hates it, so she doesn't want to <laughs> be anywhere near that ride. The teacup-looking swinger thing, whatever it is. Yes, yeah. The ladybugs, right? It's yeah. the spinning ladybugs or Make, something. Makes her very ill. Uh, but anyway, well, that's interesting. Uh, oh, I, I want to see what that's like. Also, I'm happy to hear. I didn't know this, but a friend of mine just got back from Disney. And said mm-hmm. two things. One, it was kind of dead in main Disney. Sure. All the action is happening over in the Star Wars thing. Star Wars, yeah. Despite the fact that they have limited, you know, they can only be there for so many hours and, you know, they have to schedule when they're going to be there and all that. But in July, I guess that gets lifted and it's just everybody come on in. So it's going to be a madhouse. Yeah, a madhouse. It is going to be a madhouse. Oh. I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm hoping, I mean, we'll see what happens at BlizzCon. I don't even know what's happening with that yet, but. If somehow that all works out, that might be the time I even get to go, let alone want to go. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. I mean, literally, (laughs) people are talking just in these ones that you have to schedule and these pre-releases, going into that park, just going in, if if you want to spend $200 to buy a lightsaber, that's like a two-hour wait. Getting onto the the Millennium Falcon ride here is at least two hours for that as well. Two hours. And that's that's with the gated... Gated appointment. Gated uh, appointments, yes. Uh, F that. Imagine in July what that's going to be. That's going to be the worst. So I have two heard hours. The best time to go. Yeah. The best time to go, I've heard, is going to be in September on a Tuesday. Really? A Tuesday. Once everyone is back in school. <laughs> well, it was going to be the best time to go until you said that. Now there are millions of Disney crossover TMS fans are going to flock there the well, first Tuesday. I used there. to years ago. Um, as, as a summer job, I worked at Disney World. And so I went, you know, during the time when it was peak madness. Yeah. But I was always told the best time to go was right after school started in September and October. But before they switched over to their October decorations, their Halloween decorations. Yeah. And that was the best time to go because it was the perfect weather. It was the lowest crowds. Everyone was was not going to be there. Um, so, you know, take that what you will. So, Oh, my gosh. Pinterest, is Pinterest allowed to show a bunch of death photos of people? They do. What? Probably not. Yeah, I was looking at it. I clicked on a thing that just says, uh, more info, George Reeves, something, something. And it took me to this Australian Pinterest page that is just full of people's autopsy photos. Yuck. Oh, God. Yeah, man. Not, just, not just George Reeves's, but other people's. Everybody. Michael Jackson's in there. Uh, mm. Let's see. Robin Williams has got. No, oh, I see. Yeah, I got to get out of there. 
Yeah, F that. I don't want that. Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest. I thought Pinterest was like all you know sanitized yeah. across Sewing the board. And uh, right, right. And, and the lady internet, as I used to say, that look like frozen characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. Uh, all right, let's talk about the tick. Uh, there's a superhero that's going away, which really bums me out. I guess. Uh, I mean, what is this? Was this a planned exit, or was the things not going well over there on Prime, or what? Well, I don't know what was going on at Amazon Prime, but at one point, uh, Amazon had decided not to renew it for its third season, and they thought maybe there will be some opportunities to go somewhere else, but the uh, creators and people at Amazon said, no, that's enough. We might as well just leave it here and just end it with three seasons and be oh, happy with that. Right. I and guess this so is there from third, So Edward. there will be a third season, though. Yeah, it says... Uh, uh, Let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, they just says they haven't. I thought it was. I thought it was three seasons, but maybe oh. it was only two. Huh. No, I'm pretty sure it's three. All right. Um, but they're just like, nope, we're not gonna, we're not gonna bring it back. Sorry, everybody. Sorry if you were were had your hopes up, but we can't do anything with it. Nobody else wants it. This is the way of the Tick series. The first series with Warburton, it didn't last very long. This one certainly not sticking around very long. That's a bummer. Ah. And they really did well with it. I loved the Amazon Tick series. I thought oh, it was yeah. great. Yeah. They're saying the first, uh, they split the first season into two, and that's why I'm thinking it's three seasons. Okay. Oh, they okay. did? Okay. Yeah. Well, how many episodes is that per season then? It's like five it's like or six? Six in one and six in another, I think. Oh, yeah. that's not great. Right. I mean, th that's kind of the way of a lot of productions, right? Where it's like, hey, we're going to give you shorter seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's that's it. I mean, Doctor Who does what, like ten episodes or something like that, sure, uh, for a season, and then you wait a year for the next group. Uh, you see things like what is uh, the the season three of Jessica Jones, the the final season of uh, Jessica Jones just dropped on Netflix. Right. That has what, like ten episodes. I haven't looked to see how many total it is, but it's relatively short. It's um, pretty. But that seems to be you know we're no longer in an era where we're expecting twenty three to thirty five episodes for a season yeah it's kind of crazy though to think about it because three seasons of a show now your average show on streaming or hbo or something at an average of 10 episodes per season three seasons of that show is worth one season almost of a show in the old way the 24 episode right. thing. Mm -hmm. unless you're talking about the rockford files and then in that case there were never enough episodes there were never i agree with you there should have been 80 episodes per season of that show yes I keep yes. forgetting what a fan you are of that. We should commiserate more. That's so good. <laughs> the show was great. Um, all right. Let's also talk about uh, the um, the must-read recommendation before HBO show Lovecraft Country. Tell, tell, oh, my goodness. I don't even know so what this is based on, so this is going to be illuminating for me. Tell me what okay, this is. Okay, so first of all, I had just canceled my HBO subscription. Yeah. Like a month before I realized that the Deadwood movie was, was mm -hmm. going to drop. Yeah. And so oh, I had no. to resubscribe. <laughs> I had to resubscribe. And so I finally got to watch uh, Deadwood last night. Oh my gosh, what a great, what a great movie. Yeah. Um, but then I realized, hey, we've got The Watchmen coming and there's also Lovecraft Country, which is based on a book by Matt Ruff uh, of the same name. And it is looking at Lovecraftian horror during the time period of the Jim Crow laws. So we follow uh, some, uh, the, the main characters are these uh, uh, black heroes who go up into uh, segregationist areas where Jim Crow laws are uh, in full effect. Uh, there's a, a lot of racism in here, but what's happening is these characters are overcoming 
these horrors in very different ways and overcoming them very, very uh, satisfactorily, I, I might add. Mm. Um, mm. The book is, you know, from the HBO series, it looks like they're focusing on just like the first story in this book, which is about going and looking for a lost father and uh, discovering, you know, some heritage stuff, some lots of racism, secret cults, uh, you know, some some crazy Lovecraftian horrors that might come through a portal. Uh, that's what it looks like they're focusing the first season on. Uh, but if anybody wants to read this, it is a fantastic book, and I highly recommend it for a couple of reasons. Number one, Lovecraft himself was extremely racist. Yeah, uh, Not a nice guy from you know, a, a personal point of view. From his writings, he doesn't interject a lot of racism into his, his writing as well. And until, especially if you are not keyed into some of the uh, signals that he puts in his short stories, you may never know that Lovecraft was racist. In fact, there's a big part in the book where the main character who loves pulps and loves Lovecraft, his father comes up to him and says, or I think it's his uncle comes up to him and says, here, read this. And it's a, it's a, a poem that... Um, Lovecraft wrote about black people mm -hmm. and Lovecraft, you know, famously, infamously, I guess, had a cat that you that he called the N word. Oh, jeez. Yeah, oh. that was his cat's name. So wow. what's really fascinating about what Matt Ruff does is he's taking the racism of Lovecraft and he's having his characters overcome that racism in the book, basically uh, punching Lovecraft in the face and saying, well, you know, you know, your racism has no meaning anymore. We're going to take the horror aspects of your stuff, and we are going to leave the racism behind. So from that standpoint, the book is extremely good, and I highly recommend people uh, go check it out ahead so, of the HBO series, which is just under production. And the, the cool thing about this, this was uh, announced right after, um, oh, what's uh, Jordan Peele's uh, first movie, Get Out. Get out it yeah. was announced right after that movie came out that he was going to be an executive producer on this. And now it's taken, what, a year or two years for it to finally start production or get ready for production and i don't know if they have a release date on this on hbo yet but there's i think still plenty of time for people to uh to read the book before the hbo series launches interesting is it all tentacle faced monster crap is that what we're getting <laughs> there is actually one story that is actually takes you off world but uh the first one is more along the line of secret cults that wants to bring a being into this world so there is some little um uh, tentacle monster stuff there. Yeah. Uh, there are some Shogoths, if you're familiar with them, that are running around in some of the woods. Um, and I can't remember what else. There's a lot of space. There's a lot of... Um, i trying to think what else. A lot of it is is just that that what you might think of Lovecraftian horror, which a lot of people do think is as tentacle uh, horror. Yeah. Uh, but there is there is quite a bit of that that runs through the book. Yeah, like uh, I think it's very satisfying, even without the horror aspect of it. You think he, had, he, he, he always reveled in making up creature names and and stuff that nobody could pronounce like that would just like he'd love doing he, that and annoying people he with might that. have but in some cases he actually is referring to other you know um uh other creators uh content for example the uh the king in yellow yeah. is actually a derleth uh not not derleth um robert w chambers creation mm. that he just kind of lifted and said i'm going to make reference to this and use it and so he kind of incorporated that into this right. idea of um, of this greater Lovecraftian world. Uh, Robert E. Howard, who is uh, famous for creating Conan, yeah. he and Lovecraft were very good uh, pen pal friends. And so they would bounce ideas back and forth on one another. And in the case of um, items like the Necronomicon that we hear, 
Um, I think um, Lovecraft had made a passing reference to that in one of his books, and someone else wrote to him and said, hey, can I just use the Necronomicon in something that I'm working on? And Lovecraft was yes. And mm. so the reason why we have such a big, broad understanding of what we now consider uh, cosmic horror, or Lovecraftian horror, a lot of people would prefer you use cosmic horror instead of Lovecraftian horror because of Lovecraft's racism. But uh, one of the things that is, is interesting is that from my reading of the way that Lovecraft shared his work and allowed others to use his work is that he would be somebody that would be very open to the Creative Commons licensing. Right. Meaning that, you know, share, adapt, and, and pass along. Sure. No, that's an interesting yeah. take. Um, do you think Robert E. Howard ever ended his correspondence, his pen palmanship with uh, Lovecraft and said, said P.S. <laughs> says P.S. quit being such a freaking racist? Do you think he ever did that? No, um, and I haven't really done a lot of uh, research into where Robert E. Howard uh, stood on racism. Um, some of his writings tend to have a little bit of that in there. Uh, Howard grew up in uh, Central Texas, yeah, Plains, uh, and Texas. there are some really good books on his on his life. Um, one of them written by Mark Finn, who I've interviewed in the past, uh, is just you know very interesting. But I don't know, you know, what his stand on race relations were. There, you can find online a pretty much a near complete uh, letter exchange between Howard and Lovecraft. If you ever wanted to see what these two were writing back and forth about, that dude uh, died at age thirty. He, he, speaking of people committing suicide, uh, like George Reeves, yeah. um, his mother, I, I want to say, had cancer. Yeah. And uh, after she died, he just went out into his car with a shotgun and just pulled the trigger. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and what's crazy is how much he accomplished before 30. Um, just yes. think how far he could have gone. Also, he has mm -hmm. one of those photos that makes him look like he was already 64. So I don't know what was going on. <laughs> he was he was into boxing uh, quite a bit. Uh, yeah. uh, so I don't know if that that uh, contributed to that. Uh, his you know his beefy look. And we're talking about uh, Howard here, not Lovecraft. Right. Uh, Lovecraft on the other. They, these two would be like uh, Stan and uh, Laurel and Hardy. One's very thin and wiry. The other is a little beefy and, and uh, heavy set. Yeah. You like to wear. Uh, he looks like a pull, like a. A pulpy detective type guy or a mm -hmm. mobster or something mm -hmm. definitely got that look of that time well anyway uh so look forward to that i do look forward to that i think hbo is the perfect place for something weird like that i think it'll be very interesting i think a lot of people will really take to it i think a lot of people uh, if you enjoyed get out yeah then there are a lot of the same themes and elements running through lovecraft country mm. that are that you enjoyed in get out that's great. Uh, get out is definitely a cosmic horror um, tale with racism as the central aspect. Is it really? I still haven't seen Get Out because I'm dumb. You haven't? No. Oh, wow. I, I just haven't gotten around to it. It's one of those things where it's just like oh any goodness, opportunity I've had, I should just watch it because <laughs> I want to watch it. Like, yeah, I would totally like no, to you watch really, it. You should really sit down and watch it. It is really good. So here's my recommendation. If you're going to watch Jordan Peele's Get Out, first of all, sit down and just watch it and just let everything flood over you. Don't try to read anything into it. And then go back, like wait a day or two, and then go back and listen to it with Peel's commentary turned on. Yeah. And it is, it's so good uh, watching it, getting your own impressions of it, letting your own feelings and biases wash over you as you're watching this, and then watch it again with uh, Peel's commentary. Well, I'm going to do it because you said so. It's streaming, and it's streaming on Fubo TV, mm -hmm. which I guess is a Fox affiliate. Nice. Yeah. Also, just out is uh, Us. 
Oh, uh, Jordan Peele's yeah. Us is just came just out, came out yeah. last week. I also yeah. have not seen that, so I, I have a little. I have a Jordan Peele uh, duology to watch. That's right. Uh, right. The, the marathon, the two movie marathon. <laughs> yeah, all of his works yeah. together. No, seriously, last. seriously. Like, I don't know what your plans are in the next couple of days, but just sit down where you're not going to be interrupted and just okay. watch Get Out. All right. I have and to watch. And then you will be like. Then you will be like, I need to see Lovecraft Country or read the book. Okay, oh, that's a great, interesting, con- interesting. Uh, uh, connection there. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known. I didn't know that that was kind of that kind there of story. Similar, there are similar themes. Yeah, there yeah. are very similar themes between the two. Um, all right. I well, that was one thing I was going to tell you, and I forgot what it was. Gosh dang it! Oh, I watched, I watched Riverdale, and I don't like it. A lot of people don't. It's terrible. Let me say this. Okay, when it started, the first episode. I was kind of intrigued. My wife's watching it. She's liking it. But mm-hmm. she started and I started watching episode one and I thought, oh, they're kind of going like, it's a little like that stuff they did with the zombie comic set in uh, Archie's universe, you know? Like they're going yeah. a different direction. This guy's Jughead, but he's this really serious reporter type kid from the school. And a lot of stuff's told through his point of view. Archie's got issues. He's not the all-American redhead that he was in the comic, but, you know, he's he's got a good heart. And the girls are weird and all this. All this stuff's going on. And I thought, oh, they're kind of aiming for like a Twin Peaksy kind of weird, this town's weird kind of thing. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. And they had that, I think, up front in the pilot kind of pretty well. And then it just turned into every other WB, CW style. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely aimed at uh, the teenager drama mindset that you see on cw it's those one what's the one they have what's the dirty rotten people or or girls who suck what's it called (laughs) mean girls mean girl is it mean girl no that's a movie or no is that a tv show i forget maybe it is a musical Uh, well there was a mean girls tv show or i'm sorry there's a mean girls movie i don't know if there was a tv show though what's the word there's a world there's a pretty little liars that's the one oh Oh, okay okay. uh it's like that it's just that and it bums me out because they got this cool logo and they got people who are dead and they're trying to figure out who killed them and and they've got the opportunity to go a little x-files a little a little uh you know um like i said before twin peaks but they just it's bad i don't like it yeah, each season, from my understanding, kind of takes there's a whole different storyline in each season and each one is just a little bit different and takes different themes and ideas and explores those. Um, for my money, though, if you've got Netflix, I would say watch The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, that is a much more interesting, much more interesting show. But if you're if you're sitting down and watching Riverdale thinking that it's going to be Archie Comics, definitely not Archie Comics. Yeah. Sidian yeah. uh, says it's not bad. It's just not for you. I'm not. These opinions right. are my own, guys. I'm not trying to ascribe this to all of you. I'm saying I really <laughs> disliked it. I have friends who love it. Garrett Weinzerl loves yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's his favorite show on it. TV. Really? He watches really? every episode. Oh. But I can't do it. It's just bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I think that's it. Uh, anything happening on the site you'd like people to check out? Uh, no, not this week. I don't think there's a whole lot going on, although I will point us uh, point you to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash major spoilers, where we do our Finally Friday show now live there at 4 o'clock. Had an interesting discussion over this last month uh, talking about education and things that I like about teaching, hate about teaching, where I feel we as a society fail to continue our education. And then this last week, we wrapped it up with um, how do books and people's desire not to read books or people who refuse to read books, how that also contributes to 
the lack of education in our society. So the, the last last month has been very interesting over there for Finally Friday. I'm sure we're going to get back to just some zaniness. Well, I'll, I'll talk about my new 5K that I just did this past weekend, oh, yeah. uh, this upcoming weekend, and tie that into some goal setting and stuff. You can find that, again, at twitch.tv slash major spoilers. Congrats on that, by the way. Well done. Yeah, Thanks. that's awesome. We are also a week away from a new comic dork, so uh, mm-hmm. Stephen and I will be putting our heads together for that, so watch for that. Stephen Schleicher, a.k.a. Major Spoilers on Twitter and Majorspoilers.com. Stephen, have a fantastic Fantastic day. Stay hydrated. Bye now. See ya. All righty. Let's put Brian back at the center. There you are. Center me. You have been centered. All right. Apparently, we call Daryl now. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, that's something we do. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a ton of things to say with him, but we're going to we're going to do it anyway. That's right. And have a little quickie with Daryl. So let's Ooh. see here. He is numbers right here. Here we check, go. Check. He's on Skype. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Oh, boop, boop. oh here he is. Daryl Skeels, is that you? Well, I hope so. Oh, I do too. Are you? Where are you? Are you at work? I guess you're at work. Mm-hmm. All right. How's work today? Everything fine? Oh, yes. All right. Well, how about I play this? Hold on. Listen to this. This is Daryl. Very old audio. Wow, Hurry, make another clone of myself. Hurry, grow it up to my size, to my age, to my height. Hurry. That's so good. Oh, wow. Man. That's like 40 years old. <laughs> That's what you'd like people to think. <laughs> That's the other thing about you. Even the stuff you that we have of yours that is like really old when you were a kid screwing around on a thing. Just like you, you sound today. just like you. Yeah. It hasn't changed a bit. You have the same voice. Clone me now. <laughs> what was that about? Like you would think you would take the Rockford Files theme and make a Rockford Files parody out of it. But about no. The Rockford Files. But instead he does something about cloning. Yeah. Science fiction things where they make copies of people and and they're just instantly grown up. It's the weirdest thing, dude. I love, I love it. it. Can you smoke at the dist- the tr- shit? All right, there's nothing. Good <laughs> that's more. That's more old, Daryl. There. Um. All right. Hey, Daryl. He's uh, the Trek nerd on the show. We're talking about Star Trekky stuff, and uh, there's not a lot of news this week. Obviously, we're between seasons of uh of the of that there uh, Discovery show. Um, bunch of new stuff in the pipe, but not a lot happening except for. There is now a behind-the-scenes book about the 1970s, the animated series of Star Trek that's coming in September. I'm mm-hmm. actually super interested in this, but you need to tell me what it's about. Like, am I going to get some juicy Shatner was a pain in the ass to work with type stuff? <laughs> I actually have no idea, and I've seen very little behind-the-scenes stuff about the animated series. I think I've in in all the years that since it's come out, I've seen one or two pictures of them recording audio and that's it right so what i hope is in there here's what i hope because there was all there's you know famous rivalries between him and like sulu and everybody really it's like him sure. and spock yeah. got along but everybody else fought all the time um i want more about that i want to know if he was in that audio booth just being a huge pain in the ass because he's having to do <laughs> star trek stuff in the 70s <laughs> and he wanted to be done with that and have his career recognized for more than what it is like that's what I want. If all it is is like, we decided only to do two frames per second and reuse a lot of animation. I mean, if that's all it is, 
<laughs> I'm not into it's it. Better be more than I'm that. guessing it's going to be a lot of making of stuff like that, where it's you know, here's what we here's here's some single cells that we used over here, and here's a photo of Leonard Nimoy and Shatner sitting in the booth together recording their stuff. See, and, that's boring. I want sure dirt. I want dirt. Don't you want dirt? Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell all, and that's not. Yeah, I don't think that's what I. I don't know, but I don't think that's what this is. How many books has he written? written Shatner has written. If you don't count as science fiction that he's tried to write. I say tried. Some of it's good. Tech War's okay. <laughs> Tech War's all right. Um, but if you don't count that stuff, he wrote most recently Leonard, My 50-Year Relationship with a Remarkable Man. Another book uh, called Up Till Now. <laughs> in 2008. I don't know what that was about. Star Trek Memories, published in 1993. Oh, these are always with other art authors. He must not be writing. He's just sort of dictating, and then the other guy writes it's it. A ghostwriter kind of thing. Yeah. Well, all right. Whatever. Chatner. Well, the documentaries he put out were pretty good actually yeah the those are all right ones. yeah were those him or somebody just using him to do it you know like i him? think he was the producer and maybe the director of them hmm. all right is he doing okay it's has a- anyone checked on him anyone but gone over there and just looked in the window make sure everything's all right <laughs> make sure he, make he's, he's still okay. a meatloaf all right <laughs> he's a, i think of him more as a scone like a nice buttered scone <laughs> Um, let's see here. I'm just checking. Yeah, he's still here. He's good. No, yep. no, no trending topics on Shatner having any trouble, and that's good. We want him to. We want him to stick around. It's totally fine. Yeah. He's in post production right now on a on a TV pro, uh, or sorry movie production called Senior Moment, and he plays Victor Martin in that. I'm guessing it's a lot of hilarious stuff about old guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. Huh. Yeah. It's it's shit. My dad says too. <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Indian Detective as David Marlowe. Uh, hmm. And he was that was in two years ago, and then uh, most recently he would have been in. Um, uh, let's see, The Big Bang Theory. He was in, in an episode oh, of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that's on that one time he did the voice of Superman. Oh yeah, no, no, shut up, really. no, he didn't, did he? I'm just okay. referring to the oh the no, thing but, earlier. But nice to nice to know you're listening, Daryl. Yeah, I nice throwback. That. He uh, yeah. he played himself on an episode of uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air in 1996. So that's cool. Okay. Huh. Anyway, uh, hey, Daryl, this has been great. We've really had a lot to talk about today. I look forward to that book. When's that coming out? When's that, You said September? Yep, that's September, and it's going to be a hardcover, so there must be something to it then. Okay. And is there any chance, do you think, that uh, that uh, we get any – what's happening this fall? Like, what are the new sh- – we getting? Sh- when are we getting Picard? When's that happening? We're getting Picard towards the end November? of the year. Yeah. Okay, Star Trek Picard. Oh, you're right. Here it is. All right. Well, hopefully we'll find other Star Trek things to talk about between now and then. Oh, I hope so. Uh, Daryl, it's been a pleasure, uh, as my dad would say. Have a fantastic afternoon and day. He is the Trek Nerd on Twitter. He's also at This Week in Trek at ThisWeekInTrek.com. Any final words of wisdom? Ga-ga-ga. Okay. There he goes. All right. Well, that wasn't so bad. Let's, uh, <laughs> I, kid, I kid. I like having Daryl on. He's a goofball. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, mashup time. Jamie has put his uh, hard work into this, and we have a new one. It is called Less Sweaty, Less Hard. Oh, God. Mm. Okay. Sounds like something Brian said. I don't actually <laughs> know, but we're going to play it and find out. Here you go. Mm, touch my hairy spider. 
remember who was eating Gilbert's grapes. Is that how that movie goes? That's the name of it? Who ate Gilbert's grapes? Who ate, yes, who framed Gilbert's grape? There it is. Whose grape was Gilbert groping? Who groped Gilbert's grape? <laughs> Don't feed the dogs Gilbert's grapes. They were all yellow. Look at the stars, see how they shine for you. Only 30 of them. That's like 30 seconds. It's a second per, sure. per jack. A second per jack. Second everybody. per jack. Everybody jack for one second. Well, I guess isn't that lady from Seinfeld who's not Chinese, but. <laughs> that's Donna Cheng. Oh, Chang-Stein. Donna Cheng. Donna Changstein, yeah. You're not Chinese. <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, then. I thought I was crossing the great. The great uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good. That is a great episode. That, that seemed really sweaty and hard. <laughs> and this was easy because all right, I had to do right. was. You let, you let the gerbils do all the work. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. I like everything less sweaty and less hard. I ain't I sucking on no hose ever. Forget it. I ain't well, sucking on no hose. Yeah. <laughs> it's all my bag, baby. That's so good. <laughs> I don't even like cocaine. <laughs> So wait, when she's when that song says she's a brick house, what's the what's the inclination there? What are they saying there? She's built like a brick urn house. She's uh, strong. She's okay. Thick with a double C. Yeah. She ain't no Kate Moss. Right. If something came in blue on he her, he likes some big and juicy. So give him that juicy double. Right. It's having a narcoleptic fit or something. Not narcoleptic. Narcolepsy is when you steal things. No. No. Way. No. No. That's uh, narcolepsy <laughs> is when you fall asleep at random times. Oh Klepto, right, right, right. Kleptomania right. is when you steal things. What's the one where you want? to do it all the time uh those are nymphomaniacs nymphomaniacs yes also not compatible with narcolepsy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, those are wise words of wisdom there at the end yes not compatible no (laughs) turns out those two things don't go well together Uh, quick quick email this really sheds some light on a thing that i've been thinking about all right so i'm gonna read it this is from micah micah says scott and brian howdy This is in regards to last week's discussion about Polish people jokes and why the 80s and 90s were full of jokes about dumb Polish people. Oh, wait, that's the wrong email. What happened to the McDonald's one? It's down below it. Oh, no, it's not there. It's gone. Oh. Hold on, let me see. It was there. Did I scoop up that? Oh, there it is. Okay, this is the. I'm saving this other one for tomorrow. It's this one we want. Okay. All right. So, Great so email. everybody who wanted to know about Polish jokes, you'll learn. So that's a tease for tomorrow's yeah, episode. That's a tease for Tuesday. All right. Tuesday how tease. Get, how do you get a Polish person, uh, put them in suspense indefinitely? <laughs> you, you start reading their email and then don't finish it until the next day. How about that? Uh, Josh, sorry, wrote in says, Hey, Scott, uh, you mentioned on episode 1713 that you prefer McDonald's Coke and you weren't sure why it tastes so much better. In my inner circle, we refer to McDonald's Coke as Super Coke. The reason for this special taste is because they have a special filtering system to try and keep the flavor consistent across the globe since the water source can alter the flavor of the product. I've also heard that this special water filtering system also helps with pulling some, what, some the thing out of the some, ice. Probably something, something out oh, of the ice. Something out of the ice that causes soda to fizz more. Um, you might have noticed that at McDonald's, if you fill your drink, you don't have to comp- uh, compete with the head of foam as much. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, it's totally true, right? You don't have to like sit there and wait for the foam to do- die down before you uh, fill another jolt of, of uh, Coke. Hmm. He says, I know it sounds like I might be selling you something, but I went looking on the subject because I also prefer Super Coke to the other sodas. Uh, love the show, though. Even though I'm slow at consuming it, bro, your neighborhood-friendly Espy, Josh Espinoza. Uh, yeah, they... I mean, there is a... I did some looking too. There's lots of talk of secret um, combination stuff, like uh, you know, recipe that only Coke and uh, sure. Microsoft and McDonald's do together. 
and uh, they've been doing it since the beginning, and they have some special deal. So there's a reason why that Coke tastes great, and I want to go get another one right now. Talking about it. <laughs> Actually, I don't because I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop. Right. Drinking the Coke. Project Skinny uh, Skinny Scott. Yeah. Project Skinny Scott. I can tell my watch is a little looser these days. That's a good sign, I guess. But I'm afraid to get on that scale because I don't think it's where I want to be anywhere near. So uh, whatever. Project Skinny Scott continues. May we yet find a a cure. Maybe maybe one day project a Skinny Scott. That would be great, wouldn't it? Uh, All right. I think that's everything. Uh, In terms of programming notes, today there will be a brand new boop show at 3.30. Also, uh, in an hour from now, Kim and I will be doing skim. So come back for that. Uh, that's a Monday joint now these days, if people weren't aware. So that's happening today at uh, 1130 Mountain Time. So you can come hang out with us then. And Brian, you got any other programming notes for today? You got anything coming out on feeds or any of that? No, this is actually a pretty easy day. Oh, I probably will have, uh, there will be another ANTP interview. I'm trying to see who hasn't gotten posted yet. I think I've got, I think I've posted all of the shows that um, Alex has recorded. Mine gone Brian, up yet? Brandon, Monica, Tom, Rishi, Justin, Bridget. He's recorded yours. He has not edited yours yet. Oh, so okay. um, uh, either yours or Hammond's will be the next one on the feed. And that may be today, but uh, just subscribe to it and you'll you'll uh, you'll find it. Quick oh, shout out. It says he's got all of them recorded. He just hasn't edited them Oh, okay. Yet. Cool. Uh, shout out to Rishi B, who I don't think is in the chat today, but it reminded me when you were talking about names and who does stuff. Mm-hmm. I told everybody that Alex did this song for There Will Be Dungeons on Saturday. It wasn't him. It was Rishi B. So I mixed mm. them up because I'm dumb and I wrote the name, name down while I was talking to Alex about something else. And uh, anyway, I got to give him full credit. But if you haven't heard that, and even if you don't care about TWBD as a show, go listen to the first like three minutes of the show and listen to this rad song he made. It was amazing. So check that out. Thanks, cool. Rishi B, if you're listening. Uh, Alex says it's okay he and I are the same person great Uh, (laughs) alright that's it thank you for joining us if you'd like to support the program patreon.com slash tms our website is frogpants.com slash tms and uh, we'd like more of your emails keep them coming themorningstream at gmail.com that's gonna do it let's get out of here do you have a song to play today I do. Aaron wrote in. And uh, so yesterday was Happy Father's Day. So happy belated Father's Day to you, Scott, oh, and all the other right. fathers Oh, Happy there. Father's Day, all the dads, and you, Brian. And of course, duh, what yeah. were we thinking? We never got to do this. So thank you for saying that. We never did. No. Well, you know, there was no show Friday, which is probably when we would have done it. Uh, Aaron says, uh, I thought this would be a great song to be played right after Father's Day. Everyone loves a good dad joke with bad dad puns. So why not a band called dad brains which is a play on the legendary punk band bad brains um this is great i'm so glad that uh, aaron told me about this so dad brains came out with a self-titled album last year they've had a couple other releases singles and stuff like that this this is so fun i had to pick up the whole thing but it is like a punk band fronted by clueless dads it's great (laughs) this is the song called i'm old it's not really a cover so much as it's a parody of bad brains here is i'm old from the band Dad brains. All right, we're gonna play that now, and when we see you guys again, it'll be Tuesday, the Amazing. morning stream. So come back for that. We'll see you then. Oh yeah, not too fast, not too slow. Hit him with that perfect tempo. That's what I'm talking about. Here we go. Here we go. One, two, three.
imagination I got a pain in my back I said it's not my imagination I got a pain in my back It's not my imagination I got a pain in my back I said it's not of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Words every day.